All right, fellow fact checkers, be sure to head over to Fox and Sons Coffee and check out the best coffee sponsor a guy could ever hope for. And if you use the code FCT for fact check this at checkout, you will get 18% off any order of $25 or more. Also, be sure to check out the subscription packages. And any order of $37.99 or more goes free shipping. Check out the light blend, the dark blend, the uh, medium blend, the electric boogaloo, and the decaf. Be sure to check out Fox and Sons Coffee. So let's start the show. this podcast and i was not planning to go live but why not um or i wasn't planning to go live with this uh i will work on rescheduling with stephanie and talk about the teachers unions uh as soon as she has availability not sure exactly what happened today but it's cool because i was set up for other stuff anyway actually as soon as we finished doing the uh the live stream on the teachers unions i was going to pre-record what I'm going to do for this live stream. So it all works out anyway. Uh, this is an interesting article that is um, kind of ridiculous. And, and I like the ridiculous articles. They amuse me. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. And we'll make this pretty short and sweet probably. Uh, this, was, this was originally going to be the Wednesday episode. And as most of you know, my Wednesday episodes tend to be a little on the shorter side. So... I do apologize, but let's have a look at it. This is from The Nation. America's suburbs are breeding grounds for fascism. Yes, you heard that correct. Fascism in America's suburbs. Hate against trans people is rising, but the suburbs are what gives this hate fervor and popularity. The target closest to where I sit is in Torrington, Connecticut. It's next to a Home Depot, a Wendy's, a Walgreens, a Walmart, and a Chipotle. Driving is the only option here, unless you're willing to take the one available bus from downtown and then walk along one of two large highways that bisect the area. If you drive down a few miles, roads without sidewalks appear on which sit houses for sale. Four bedrooms, new construction, two-car garages, gray exterior. Places like this are the most common form of American life. As of 2017, 52% of Americans lived in suburbs. These are, of course, differences, but there are, of course, differences between, say, a suburb in Connecticut and a suburb in Texas, but they're all variations on a formula. And lives lived in suburban areas tend to revolve around the same kinds of places and the same kinds of ideology. And so it makes sense that these are now the places where fascism grows. That's what these places were designed for. 
The suburbs were invented as a reactionary tool against the women's liberation and civil rights movements. The U.S. government, in concert with banks, landowners, and home builders, created a way to try and stop all of that by separating people into single homes, removing public spaces, and ensuring that every neighborhood was segregated via redlining. The suburbs would keep white women at home and would keep white men at work to afford that home. These were explicit goals of the designers. No man who owns his house and lot can be a communist, said the creator of Levittown, the model suburb. He has too much to do. The reason Target has become the the, uh, locus of today's particular right-wing backlash is the same reason countless viral TikToks attempt to convince women that they're at risk of being kidnapped every time they're in a parking lot. It's the reason why true crime is one of the most popular podcast genres in America, and why many refuse to travel without a gun by their side and shoot people if they set foot on their driveway. Hate against trans people is rising, but the suburbs are what give this hate its fervor and popularity. A million Torringtons, a million, a million of the same location in different locations, in which any difference or anything out of place or spontaneous is perceived as a threat. It is, of course, true that these mass hysterias are part of an organized right-wing movement that is attacking human rights across the country. Through legislation banning abortion, gender-affirming care, and books, and making it illegal for educators to teach American history accurately. But the shape this movement has taken is not coincidental. It is, in fact, the product of the unique shape of public life in America, or lack thereof. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh so hard at this, but sometimes it's just hard not to. Suburbanites do not have town squares in which to protest. They do not have streets to march down. Target has become the closest thing many have to a public forum. We often hear that urban areas are more liberal and suburban ones more conservative, and we're often told that this is because of race. That may be partly true, those cities are wider than ever, and suburbs are more diverse than ever. Instead, it may be that suburbanism itself, as an ideology, breeds reactionary thinking and turns Americans into people constantly scared of big, bad other. The suburban doctrine dictates that public space be limited, a conflict-free where it exists. That private space serve only as a place of commodity exchange. That surveillance, hyper-individualism, and constant vigilance are good and normal and keep people safe. It is an ideology that extends beyond the suburbs and infects everything. Even cities, as Sarah Schulman writes in The Gentrification of the Mind, have become, have become places where people expect convenience and calmness over culture and community. What is a life of living in a surveilled and amity-free high-rise and ordering all your food and objects from the internet to your door, if not a suburban life? I, I'm sorry, I, I think that's pretty fucking wrong. I don't think people move into suburban areas so that they can uh, have order all their food and objects from the internet to their door. Uh To make matters worse, the people who have adopted this mindset do not see it as an ideology, but as a normal and right state of the world. They, as Schulman writes, look in the mirror and think it's a window. So when anything, even a gay t-shirt, disrupts their view, they become scared. 
See, this is another. They always push this like fear porn bullshit. It's not fear. Nobody's scared of gay people. Nobody's scared of trans people. We're disgusted by them and think that they should be kept away from children. It's not fear. It's that's like the most insane thing that they come up with for this is oh you just a f it's not it's not a phobia, it's disgust. Let's get let's get it let's get it right. The anti-trans panic at the center of the target controversy says something dark about American politics, but it says something even darker about the American landscape, about the places and ways we choose to live. Without a massive reorganization of American life, away from privatization, car-centricism, and hyper-individualism, it's likely the suburban ideology will remain popular and even grow. Ah! See, there we are. There we get down to it. Individualism and personal responsibility and having beliefs, anything that breaks from whatever is good for the collective, whatever is good for the whole, that you have to you have to put the rights and feelings of everyone else above those of your own. You have to put the well-being of the community over that of your family. This radical unitarian type of a ideology that we're all one and we're all in this together and we all have to help each other. We all have to do for each other all the time. Not do for each other, as a matter of fact. It's you need to do for everyone else. If you are successful and you contribute to society and you have actually done something with your life other than be a mooch off the system, then you are responsible for the collective well-being of all of your brethren, all of your fellow man, or your fellow they them. You have to provide for them. And by leaving these urban areas where everybody's crammed on top of each other and you have no choice but to be one unit and try to do what's best for everybody else in theory. If you're able to separate yourself from that and move out into the suburbs and have yourself a nice little quarter acre with a large community pond out in the that they call a lake out in the backyard and your little cul-de-sac that circles around. And if you're able to get out and have some level of autonomy and individualization, if you can send your kids to a private school or just send your kids to a better school, then you are a fascist. You are the enemy of the common good.
you obviously don't care about your fellow man. You're probably racist, homophobic, transphobic, and misogynistic. And your wife, she has internalized misogyny. She actually hates other women as well because you've brainwashed her into that with your crazy, traditional, conservative ideology. Bunch of fucking fascists, right? Right, because that's where we are societally. Gosh, if they think the suburbs are bad, wander out here to where I live. If you, the the, uh, the line early on, you know about um, uh, 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 where was it? Having a having a need to. Uh, shoot people or whatever. Where did that go? Ah, here it is. Uh, <laughs> the reason Target has become the focus of today's particularly right-wing backlash is the same reason countless viral TikToks attempt to convince women that they're at risk of being kidnapped every time they're in a parking lot. It's the reason why true crime is one of the most popular podcast genres in America and why many refuse to travel without a gun by their side and shoot people if they set foot on their driveway. You think that's you think that's suburban life? You think people are doing that shit in the suburbs? You're fucking nuts. Fucking nuts. And come out here. Come out here. And walk up on somebody's porch. Woo. You're going to have some problems. But see, here's the thing. It's not fascism. I mean, I'm all for it. I'm doesn't seem like that bad an idea, honestly, uh, the more you look into it, especially as uh, opposed to the the opposite, which is whatever the fuck this shit show is that we've got going on in the country right now. Anyway, it's not that suburbs and rural areas are breeding fascism. It's that that's where people go to escape the fucking insanity. Because the further this goes, the further they push this progressive, like psychotically woke ideology. It's the reason you're seeing pushback against Pride Month this year. Because it went from being about pride to being about not just normalizing this stuff around kids, but pushing it actively on kids trying to get kids to participate in and engage in all of this stuff to uh like the whole idea of banning gender affirming care books making it illegal for educators to teach american history accurately banning abortion like abortion is still allowed in literally every state up to some point. The point varies. It could be six weeks. It could be 12 weeks. It could be 14 weeks. It could be 20 weeks, 25 weeks, 48 hours after birth. 
New York. But it's still legal to an extent. And every one of those states has a built-in for health of the mother, rape, incest, etc. I'm almost 100% positive. Every single one of those states has at least one, if not all of those, built into their bans. It's not that it's fascism that's driving people to the suburbs. And it's not that the suburbs are breeding fascism into people. It's not that it's not fascism is not the reason that gender affirming care and books are being banned. It's because those are direct attacks. The gender affirming care, I don't know of a single state that bans gender affirming care for a consenting adult. It's banned for children. The banning of books, not a single fucking book on any of these banned lists. Can you not go to Barnes and Noble or hop on Amazon and buy? They are all still there. They're not being banned. They're being restricted from being put in front of children in elementary schools. We're not even talking about fucking high schools. We're talking about elementary schools. They're trying to push this shit on K through 5. Kids 10 years old and younger. That's what's being banned. And that's not fascism. That's good fucking sense. That's protecting children. I thought the Democrats were supposed to be the party of like taking care of children or something. Like They care so much about children, that's why they need to abort them, because if they don't abort them, then they won't be taken care of properly or some fucking bullshit like that. I thought they were supposed to like care about things. No, they don't care about a good goddamn anything except for pushing some psychotic agenda. The, the banning of teaching American history accurately Since when is the 1619 Project accurate? The Lincoln Project accurate? None of that shit is even remotely close to accurate. It's all highly politicized bullshit. The things that are being banned are the things that are directly pushing for people to be at each other's throats. The things that are directly pushing propagandist narratives that are factually and historically untrue. They're not banning the teaching of American history. They're, nobody's banning the teaching of the slave trade or, or of what happened in the South with slavery and stuff like that. In fact, if anything, the only suppression that's being done with that stuff is the suppression of the truth of how all of that went down. Of the fact that it wasn't a bunch of white Europeans marching through the jungles of fucking Africa rounding up black people. They were being rounded up and sold by their own people. The white folks were just buying them. 
it's being suppressed that some of the largest slave owners during the slave era were black people. I think I think the largest slave owner in the country pre-Civil War was a black guy who had been a former slave. And when he got his freedom, he went out and <laughs> decided he was going to do the same thing and bought up a whole bunch. And he wasn't buying them up so he could set them free and treat them well. He was like vicious, brutal, horrifying. That gets ignored. Fucking one of the founders of Black Lives Matter is um, descended from a slave owner. Fucking Kamala Harris is descended from Jamaican slave owners. Like, if anything, the history that's being taught is already being taught incorrectly because they're suppressing the things that the progressive narrative doesn't want people to know. They're not teaching, they're not they're not suppressing history in the way that the left wants you to think. Not that they're not teaching things that exist. It's that they refuse to teach the things that are complete fucking bullshit. They still don't teach the truth, but they don't teach the bullshit. This idea that people wanting to be individuals, the people wanting to get away from the mob of insanity that is these urban areas, that people are starting to push back on progressivism because they're a bunch of fascists. That's insane. People are pushing back against this shit because people have good common sense. And you can only push regular, just everyday folks so far before they finally take a look at what's going on and say, God damn, this is bad. Like, why did we let it get this far? Maybe it's time to pump the brakes. Maybe it's time to not do this crazy bullshit anymore. And that's where we are. And that's what's happening. It's not fucking fascism. It's a return to sanity. And if you want to call me a racist, Nazi, fascist, what the fuck ever for being sane, I accept every bit of it. I'm fine with that. I will be that. Because if being all of that means not being some nut job, I'm cool with it. That'll do it for today. I will... Uh, Send out an update or something once I get kind of squared away on uh, what's going on with Stephanie and get rescheduled with her. Uh, I don't think anybody's actually watching this live, so your loss, I guess, um, to be continued. Before you go, make sure you check out our great sponsor, Agorist Acres. Now, agoristacres.com, you can find over 100 varieties of seeds. They've got vegetables, flowers, all kinds of stuff. They've got heritage brands, everything that you want to start any kind of garden that you need. It's free shipping on any order of $20 or more. They've got cool packaging, and most of the seeds come in a fancy glass vial, no paper envelopes. They accept U.S. dollars and crypto and can easily take either at checkout. Now be sure to head over to agoristacres.com, and anything that you get, use the promo code FCT at checkout for 10% off your order. I say all the time, 
that you need to be starting your own garden, you need to be growing your own food, you need to be getting off the grid and becoming less dependent on grocery stores and stuff like that. Agorist Acres is a great first start. They have got everything you need for whatever kind of garden you want. Great people, great product, highly recommend. So go check them out. Thank you.